0: Day for us because we have been celebrating something in the city of Chattanooga where we live, uh, and all across the nation, National Adult Day Service Week. Uh, it was only given a week,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: uh <laughs> and it's because of um, uh, you know, back in 1983, I think it was President Ronald Reagan, he decided to uh showcase adult day services, and now we are celebrating adult day services all over the United States of America, and I have a dear friend in the studio with me today that is a professional in the area of adult day services and has been serving for some six years now, and I want to welcome her to the mic. So, just tell us a little something about you. Come on and give it to me.
1: Well, hello. I'm glad to be here. My name is Simone Davis, and I am the Director of Adult Day Services at Signal Centers.
0: Welcome, Simone. Well, thank you. I I appreciate you accepting my invite. Uh, I I decided to do podcasting because I wanted to bring true awareness to a lot of different programs dealing with mental health as well as self-care. And for our caregivers especially, because you and I both know that they are the ones that's in in the ruffles every day, working hard yes. to take care of someone, to keep them at home. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just, you, you're a young lady. Tell me what got you interested in adult day services.
1: That's a great question, and I love when people ask me that question. Because, yes, um, it's not where I thought I would be. When, I'm, when I was growing up, I thought that I would work with children like my mother. My mother has always had an in-home daycare ever since I can remember. Wow. Um, doing child care, helping families, doing you know early care and after care, um, offering those services that weren't as readily available um, to people. So I always thought I'd get in that field. And when I went to college, I came, I'm from Knoxville, um, and originally coming through high school, Um, I had a friend who was a peer tutor in our high school and that's just um, working with individuals that are in those special education classrooms. Um, as your as their peer, and that could look like you going into that classroom for an hour and working on life skills with them. Um, we took field trips. We did Special Olympics. Um, wow. Yeah. So I had a friend who really got me interested in figuring out what it was that she was that she was into all the time. What is Special Olympics? So I got, I was intrigued. So I uh, well not audition, but I signed up to be um, a peer tutor for the following year. And I absolutely loved it, absolutely loved it, thinking that, okay, I definitely want to do psychology. I don't know what I want to do with psychology, but I'm going to go that route. Uh, So I explored that a little bit. And at first I thought there was a young man in the classroom who had a psychiatric nurse, was her official title. Um, And so it was more of a personal assistant to him there in the classroom to help with his seizures. And I thought, well, that's pretty cool. I could do that. You know, I like that. So I thought, I'll go to nursing school that didn't happen <laughs> that did not happen for real? i came to utc and i saw the nursing requirements and thought you know that may not be for me i like to play on my strengths <laughs> and i don't think nursing school is for everybody it was not for me but i did stick with the psychology route and ended up getting my bachelor's in science and psychology and in order to get that bachelor's i um i did two semesters of a practicum placement my senior year and that practicum placement was with uh, the Creative Discovery Museum working with their summer camp and the children in that camp as well as ZooAbility so I was able to work with children and adults at that summer camp but still thought as I graduated with a psychology degree I don't know what I want to do started applying for jobs and I found signal centers they had inclusive classroom environments and I didn't even know that existed I did not know that you know I studied that in school but I didn't know there was a place here in Chattanooga that offers a classroom for children with disabilities and children without disabilities and thought, wow, I want to work for this place. So I applied and I got the job. Worked in the classroom for a little while. I started out as an assistant and was promoted to lead teacher fairly quickly. Um, and then after about a year or so, I thought, I don't know that this is where I want to stay. I don't know if, if childcare is necessarily for me. And so I started looking at other jobs um, wow. until my current well my supervisor at the time approached me and asked hey do you I know you have leadership experience but do you have experience working with adults with disabilities and I said well actually yeah I didn't not a lot of experience it was in high school you know and I did a summer camp in college so you know I haven't worked directly with adults full-time but I've got experience I think I could do it so I applied I went down at the time Courtney Chandler was the director so I went down and spent the day with them I didn't didn't want to go back. Working out that two weeks with the children's program was rough.
0: Was it really? (laughs) It was rough. It
1: was rough. I wanted to go back and see my friends and play cards and joke around. And it just wasn't the same after spending time in the adult center and seeing what happens down there. You know, we hear adult services. We hear adult daycare. But not a lot of people know what that means and definitely don't get to experience that. Right. Yeah, so I feel like I ended up where I was supposed to be
0: well, I'm glad God placed you yeah. in that perfect space for you. But you know, it's so exciting to see somebody get a chance to do what they want to do. Cause you know, when I ask people, what do they want to live in a nursing home or at home? 99% of them say they want to live at home. Exactly. So we're able to do something that makes them very happy each mm-hmm. day. And I know they are looking at the clock each day when it's time to go home Mm -hmm. trying to figure out nobody's gonna leave them today, right? Yes. You know, so it's it's adult day services is a a bright field. I think it's a field that's gonna go on for years and years to come. We only have a a little over 5,000, I think 5,600 and something adult day programs across uh, the United States. But I believe it's gonna be a growing number Especially with this thing called podcasting, yes, we're going to bring awareness to the program and and I just want to thank our president, past president, Ronald Reagan, for acknowledging Adult Day Services and all the things that it brings. Mm -hmm. But now, you told me you work at Signal Center. Mm -hmm. Now, is it a for-profit or a non-profit or what is it?
1: Signal Centers is a non-profit. Um, And our adult day program is actually one of 11 programs as of recent. Um, So we are a part of a larger agency. We're not a standalone adult day. Um, So that has, you know, they do have their differences. But one thing that I I like about adult day services is that no program is the same. There is a little something for everybody. That is
0: so true. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, we have a medical model. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have the social model. Mm -hmm. And you know, at first, I didn't understand the social model and the medical model. What's the difference? And then, with, by me being a nurse, I'm one of those people that went on and decided to do that nurse's thing. Uh, I did that nurse's thing, and I, I saw my grandmother suffer with Alzheimer's disease. And we loved her dearly. She was the only grandparent we had. Uh, before I was born, My both of, all of my grandparents were deceased for the exception of this one little lady that we all just covered and hugged on her and loved on her and she meant the world to our family. She kept us together. And uh, you know, she came down with this disease and it seemed like it was overnight Mm -hmm. that our world changed in our family. And we didn't know what to do because we weren't highly educated in uh, Alzheimer's or Mm -hmm. dementia. People weren't talking about that in the early 90s. So what we had to do, we knew we had to come together as a family. Mm -hmm. Coming together as a family can change everything Mm -hmm. when it comes to a loved one that you really care about getting ill and you wanting to find help. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we did. And and, and after that, uh, you know, we wanted to keep her at home. But it was so hard on my mother. My mother started trying to care for her. And my mother didn't drive herself, but she thought she could do it because she was the baby, and she wanted to take care of her mother. And she did that for about six months, and I saw my mother age two years and six months. Mm -hmm. And I knew that it was tiresome on my mother. And what I said, I said, you know, one day I'm going to be able to help people Mm -hmm. like this. To get a break and still get a chance to keep their loved ones at home. Because that was the main thing they wanted to happen. Mm-hmm. Sure. So I worked, and uh, you know, I was a nurse then. I didn't know I was going to be taking care of elderly people, but I wanted to do it for that special lady. So some 26 years ago, I started out with this, and was no funding, nothing nowhere. We didn't prepare for this long-term care they didn't want us inclusive to be a part of long-term care they only wanted nursing home 99 percent of the dollars that the federal government provided came from went to the nursing Mm homes nothing was in the community but when you ask the people they always say they want to stay at home Mm -hmm. so with that being done i thought that hey i'll start an adult day center and you know and I did and we fought across the state for years trying to find funding for those vulnerable people that didn't prepare because it can be costly. It can. You know and that's one good thing I like about you saying that you all's facility was a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. So how do you all serve? How do you, you all get an opportunity to take care of those people? Can you tell me a little something how the nonprofit goes? Yeah,
1: yeah, of course. So with us, we're relying. Of course, we do have that private pay option um, for those individuals that just have no other option but to pay straight out of pocket. Um, but here recently, there have been some changes with the care system and the choices, the Tennessee Choices Program. It used to, be, it was created geared towards nursing home and nursing home placements. Um, you know, but as you said, not everyone wants to be in a nursing home. You know, I was reading recently. Um, the AARP was reporting that that it's a myth. People believe that most people um, over the age of 65 are cared for in a nursing home or an assisted living facility, and that's just not true. Most of them are living at home and being cared for primarily by their family members. That's correct. But yeah. So you know, so I'm glad they they looked into that and and made some type of change. You know, we haven't we've made progress. It's not perfect, but there has been some progress. So now within those. Uh, eight groups in the choices program. There are two groups where, if you qualify in those groups, they will cover adult day adult day care for you, as well as personal attendant care if you're needing that while you're at home. Um, you know, so that's always an option. If you qualify there, they're, they're going to cover that full cost for you. Now, if you don't qualify within those two groups, and aren't able to get your spot fully covered. There are other programs in the community to help you pay for that. So one of those being the Family Support Program over at Orange Grove. Right. They provide funding to families directly for services such as respite services, or if you're needing um, a lift put on your van, things things like that, you know, all those wow, costs that come up. all this
0: information out yeah. right here that we never knew about. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's you know if you look up the Orange Grove Orange Grove Center Family Support Program, it should come right up. Um, it's a yearly application, so normally those go out around the beginning of the year, um, and they're due back by April. But families are able to get a funding amount for the full year, and they can use that to fund their daycare. Wow. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's others. There's also the Tennessee Respite Coalition, um, and a similar process. They can provide funding to families directly simply for paying for things such as respite services and adult day care services and the personal attendant services. Um, you know of course with those options they don't always cover the full amount and that's the unfortunate piece. Right. But for some families every little bit, every yeah. little bit counts. Yeah,
0: Every little bit counts. You know I remember Simone when we first started this journey. We didn't even know what the word respite meant. Yeah. It was so long. With respite, I said, it's exactly what it say. It's taking a rest, mm-hmm. taking a rest. Exactly. And when you think of services that will give caregivers an opportunity to take a rest, because what I read, Simone, is 35% of the caregivers die before the person that they're caring for. Mm-hmm. And that's amazing, but over the years I've watched that mm-hmm. and I've seen it happen. They, they take care of someone else, they forget their doctor's appointments, mm-hmm. they don't take their medication, mm-hmm. but they're making sure that they're giving somebody else their medication, taking them to their doctor visits, getting them dressed and getting them ready and getting them fed, mm-hmm. and they forget about themselves. Exactly.
1: That caregiver burnout, it's real.
0: So that's the reason why self-care it's so important mm-hmm. to come up with you something that you can do for you as a caregiver. And that's the reason why adult daycare is good mm-hmm. because it gives that caregiver. Yes. An opportunity to take a break, mm-hmm. even if it's only eight hours. Exactly. It can mm-hmm. be five days a week, one day a week, mm-hmm. two days a week. Yeah. But it's a break. It's a break. It's a respite.
1: Mm-hmm. Even if you're, you know, your loved one only stays for a few hours, they're not there the full day, it's an option for you. It's somewhere where your loved one can go and you know they're safe and you know they're cared for. You know they're doing something productive as well. They're not sitting in front of a screen all day and just watching TV at home. Cause that's what we, most of the time when our, our friends come to us, that's what they tell us. You know, we ask, well, wh- where have you been? What have you been doing all this time? And most of the time, unfortunately, it's I've been sitting at home watching TV. That's what I do.
0: So many people are in denial. Mm-hmm. You get denial caregivers as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, mama don't have that. Yeah. Oh, mother can live by themselves. Until something happens yeah. and they're not safe anymore, you know. One of the things that I try to do, and I know that you all do this as well, is to give people an opportunity to feel what an adult day center looked like before they sign up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then that way they can see that they didn't have to worry while they was at work today. Mm-hmm. They were able to go and lay down because maybe they've been up all night long. Yeah. And didn't get a chance to rest last night. Those type things that Adult Day Center brings. Mm-hmm. A lot of people want to know what the activities, <laughs> what kind of activities that they're doing. Well, it doesn't really matter when you're getting that break mm-hmm. from s- someone doing something. And it helps them with isolation.
1: Yes, it does.
0: Because all this COVID stuff, mm-hmm. uh, you know, being isolated and stuck in the house for all these many months almost two and a half years and i think now another vaccine is coming up it is so you know i think we need to talk about the importance of actually having a place to go to give that caregiver a break Mm because number one is about that incognito stimulation as well Mm -hmm. you know if you if you do something with a routine they, they are people with routine, yes. don't y'all do routine?
1: Yes, routine and structure. Sometimes that's all we need, you know, it's a loose structure. We still wanna make sure you have that choice, but there is some type of structure to your day. This is when we eat breakfast. This is when we hang out. This is when we eat lunch, you know, these are the times we go to the restroom and wash our hands. We forget those basic steps, you know, are we um, washing our hands before and after we eat? You know, those are those basic routines that we don't think much about because we just do them. But the people that we serve don't always remember to do that on their own.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and I I also have to include those veterans. Mm -hmm. Our veterans, uh, the VA do provide adult daycare funding for our vets. So if you are taking care of a veteran, I would say to contact your veteran administration office Mm -hmm. and ask them about those services. It doesn't matter if they were in aid and attendant and all that. It's just if they are a veteran that served our country, that uh, got their uh, attendance papers and could still be inclusive to receive services, Mm -hmm. they more than likely can get adult day services as well as long-term care insurance. I forgot about those people. We have them out there and they can receive it through long-term care insurance. Mm -hmm. As well as, like you said, the private pay. Yeah. Some people prepared for it. Mhm. All mm-hmm. people didn't, but some people did. And then the state of Tennessee is the Choices program mm-hmm. that we have, and uh, so many other programs that our counties and city has partnered in with nonprofits. Yeah. In order to do so, I, I think that's great in getting some of those services done, and uh, I think do yours decrease the uh, amount of times that people go to the emergency room mm-hmm. or i mean
1: yes yes those are the those little added benefits that come with the programming that again we don't always think about but you know when someone is coming to your center on a regular basis you're putting eyes on that person especially during the day if they've got a, a caregiver who is working or needs to run out to the grocery store And yeah, your loved one may just be home alone for an hour or two, but a lot can happen in an hour or two. So if they're somewhere, um, like an adult daycare center, where they're with other people, but they're getting that supervision, you you know they're safe. You know that um, they're getting that structure. You know that they're getting that routine.
0: Right. So from that, I want everybody listening to us under the sound of our voice to like us as well as to uh, submit uh, uh, something about that this was helpful mm-hmm. to you to help other people. Yes, I, I think it will. Like us, comment on us, let us know that we're doing okay. This mm-hmm. is just our third episode, mm-hmm. and I wanted to do something different. I wanted to get our baby boomers into podcasting Yeah, and uh, to look at it. I have learned so much. From watching podcasting and uh, very knowledgeable, stay on the subject, mm-hmm. you know, and you get a whole lot in 30 to 40, 50 minute podcasting. So, yeah. you know, I, I I just wanna thank you um, for coming in. Of course. And be willing to sit down and talk to uh, the world
1: mm-hmm. thank about you. A,
0: a good program like. Adult Day Services.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you for having this platform. There is not a lot out there for caregivers, you know. Um, and this is a, not only is this for caregivers, but you get that added benefit of hearing about the resources in your community that can help. So I think this platform is extremely important. So thank you. Thank you.
0: Well, thank you, Simone. Thank you for coming in and sitting down and talking to us. Is it is it some last words you would like to leave? for caregivers or for people at large, since we're talking to all around the world.
1: Of course, (laughs) you know, just just something that actually came up in a meeting that I was in earlier today. Um, If you didn't know, October 7th is National Ageism Awareness Day. Oh, no. And so people were, you know, not everybody knows about ageism. We know know the other types of discrimination, but we don't talk about ageism as much. Um, And in explaining it, you know, I I told everyone... One of the best parts about my job is that I get to watch people age. Mm. And a lot of people don't see the benefit in that. Um, but there was a quote that said, not everybody gets a chance to be young. Not everybody has the blessing of growing old. And I get to watch that and I get to support that. And that's what I love to do. Wow.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, my grandmother used to tell me as a little girl, you know, when we were running around trying to get in people's way. She said the only you got two choices, Sharon. She said, you can die young mm-hmm. or live to be old. Now which one you want to do? Yeah. I want to live to be old. Exactly. You do know? it well. <laughs> and thank you. And I, I just I I love watching people and getting an opportunity to go through this journey with them mm-hmm. to the end of life. You know, a happy life. Don't think that everything goes on in an adult day center is sad because we have fun <laughs> yes. in an adult day center. We laugh, we dance, we sing, we have a lot of mm-hmm. parties and we cut up and we enjoy each other mm-hmm. and we show each other love. Yes. You know, and that's the most important thing I think is love. Yeah. at the end of the day yeah. of the day. In, in having a purpose. Yes, I, I believe that this is our purpose mm-hmm. God put us here for mm-hmm. this moment in this time to serve others yeah. And I saw that in your resume that you love to serve others and you do a fantastic Job at it. Thank you. So Simone, thank you so much for sharing this with me.
1: Thank you yes. And
0: Enjoy <laughs> National adult day. See you in Chicago. See you in Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.